Welcome back. You are on Radio Veritas and this is the only Catholic radio station in Southern Africa. We now move on to our financial segment and as you are well aware, you are on Changing Gear. We have our studio guest this afternoon and his name is John Dean and he's joined by his beautiful beautiful wife and i actually made a joke earlier to say i'll just introduce you i won't ask you about the finances so this afternoon we will be talking about cryptocurrencies now shoot, that's a very yeah it's a fancy term if, if you don't mind john what is what are cryptocurrencies please explain that to our listeners Sure thing. So thank you very much for inviting me here today, Mahadi and Tato. Thank you for your technical skills in the background there. I think just before we get started, what's really important to note is anything that's discussed today are my personal views. Based on the research I've done, the knowledge I have up to this point, and anything discussed today should definitely not be considered as financial advice. So cryptocurrencies, I guess to make a long story really, really short, it's an electronic currency. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like we have rands, dollars, yes. euros, yens, pounds that all have an intrinsic value attached mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Cryptocurrencies are exactly the same. The only difference being is that it's not regulated or okay. controlled by a specific body. My other question was going to be, uh, so in terms of the political challenges that we've recently had, where mm. they affected, but you've actually answered my question. Good. Two um, for the price of one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So... What, how many are they out there in terms of the range? What's, what's available? There's currently about 1,300 cryptocurrencies in circulation at the moment. And you find that there's a lot of cryptocurrencies sort of popping up on a daily basis. Mm. And traditionally, the business model was, okay, we've got a business idea. We're looking for, you know, some capital. Mm-hmm. And generally what people do is they'd go and they'd look for investors. That's the kind of old school mentality. What we find now is that people, when they're looking for investments and they're looking for funds, they launch a cryptocurrency, provided it's linked to the blockchain and it solves a real world problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And why are they currently so popular? Because I think when did they start being popular around last year or two years back? I think they they may have got a lot more popular recently mm-hmm. due to social media yes. and the likes of that. Really where cryptocurrency started was the 1st of January 2009. The first Bitcoin block was mined. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's referred to as the Genesis block. Mm. And that block was mined by a person or an institution or a collective of people by the name of Satoshi Nakamoto. Mm-hmm. So it comes from Asia. Well, the, we, the concept. We, we don't actually know. Nobody, mm-hmm. it's, it's a pseudo name. Okay. There's a lot of views to say that Satoshi Nakamoto is in actual fact an acronym mm-hmm. for several people who are involved in developing this, this currency. Okay. All right. And is it a good investment? Is it the right or would you advise um, our listeners to go that route in terms of investments? I think just to be very careful mm-hmm. about uh, what I bind myself into here. Okay. Um, as opposed to encouraging people to invest in it, it's the same principle you'd uh, apply for any other mm, currency across mm. the world or any other investment. Okay. Number one, do your own research first. Okay. Number two, it would be, is it a good investment? My personal view is absolutely. It's a very, very good investment. In my personal view, mm, mm. if we look at the value of cryptocurrencies over the last nine years, 
the growth has just been astronomical. Hmm. And why do people get involved in cryptocurrencies? Well, it gives the man on the street an opportunity to be able to acquire some wealth as well, as, as opposed to going the traditional method of going through all of the, you know, the regulations with mm. um, getting involved in other currencies or, you know, real hard investments and commodities. So it gives the, the average day man an opportunity to acquire some wealth as well. Okay. You, you mentioned research mm. earlier. Where can people, yes, of course, Dr. Google is always available. Yes. But where can people go in terms of further research just ready to, to 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 satisfy themselves and to be confident in whatever decision that they end up making okay so i think depending on the the coin or the cryptocurrency you interested in investing in what happens is i spoke earlier about um you know the old method of looking for investors mm-hmm. whereas now what we have is initial coin offerings and icos and typically before this goes to market there is a white paper that's released. There's a lot of research that needs to happen in advance. Okay. So I'm going to go back to Dr. Google, but really if someone's interested in investing, the way to go would be to research the actual coins okay. and just get as much information as possible. I, th- I think that the challenge we have nowadays really is that there's been so many overnight millionaires. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And, you know, we look at the Winklefoss twins who are mm. worth billions in Bitcoin. Mm. And... You combine that with social media and we get this hype where everybody thinks, you know, it's a quick win. I can mm-hmm. get in, make a lot of money and cash out. Mm-hmm. That is not the reality. Okay. Myself and my friends and everybody who I know is invested mm-hmm. in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, mm-hmm. it's a long-term game. Mm-hmm. We're not in it for the short haul. We believe in the future of cryptocurrencies. Okay. It's the way the world is going. Yes. Okay. Now, how does one buy cryptocurrency? There's various different uh, resources available in the South African market. I I would prefer not to mention specific company names, Mm -hmm. but a little bit of Googling and a little bit of research, you'll find that there are local exchanges in South Africa where you have the ability of purchasing popular cryptocurrencies. Mm -hmm. The two most popular would be Bitcoin and Ethereum. And uh, if you start looking at overseas or offshore exchanges, there's hundreds and thousands of, of uh, other currencies that you can purchase mm. or okay. invest in. Great. Dean, we will, I mean, sorry, John, no I'm problem. calling you by surname. We're just going to go for a very short um, musical break and we will be right back. Stay tuned to Radio Veritas South Africa. Welcome back. You have joined us on our finance segment where we are actually talking about something very interesting, cryptocurrency, uh, bitcoins and so forth. We are joined in studio by John Dean and he's actually explaining to us or breaking it down in terms of what cryptocurrency is and that people should actually do their research and be happy and satisfied with the results that they get before committing. Now, John, you mentioned that it's key for people to do their own research. How then do they find someone who can then assist them in, in purchasing cryptocurrency? It's, it's a bit of a tricky question to answer mm-hmm. in the sense that any investment that you make, you need to be 100% certain that it's rock-solid advice. And if I go to my neighbor tomorrow and I say, listen, yeah, I've heard about this massive hype about cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin, you know, can, can I invest? 
And is he going to give me the advice that I need? So I'm going to keep going back to the point that, number one, we need to do our own research mm. with, without a doubt. The second thing that's also really important, like any other investment, you should not invest any money that you can't afford to lose. Okay. All right. Um, is it anything like these pyramid schemes? I think the the unfortunate reality is that there have been a lot of pyramid schemes, there's mm -hmm. been a lot of Ponzi schemes, and that unfortunately has given cryptocurrencies in general a really bad rap. Okay. The reality is that if you've done your own research, mm -hmm. the likelihood of falling into a Ponzi scheme is a lot less. Okay. Also, if it sounds too good to be true, it generally is. There's a, there's a problem. Exactly. <laughs> You mentioned earlier long-term. Mm. How long is long-term investment? Well, we don't know at this point. Sorry, did, did I cut you off? No, no, no. Okay, Proceed. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't know at this point. If, if you look at when Bitcoin started in 2009, mm -hmm. the value of it then was a couple of satoshis or yes. a couple of cents. And you look at the value now. I looked just before I came in and Bitcoin was valued at $10,100. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that is absolutely significant mm, growth. That's a massive growth. The chances of getting an investment to grow like that in your traditional methods through a bank or through other investment vehicles, I'm not certain you're going to get the same growth. Okay. Let's now talk about the legalities. Yes. Are they legal? Cryptocurrencies aren't illegal. They mm -hmm. are certainly illegal. I think where there's a bit of a gray area is that cryptocurrencies, well, for the most part, are decentralized. Mm -hmm. So that means if you have Bitcoin stored in your wallet, Tato has in his, and Kelly has Bitcoin in her mm -hmm. wallet, no one can just shut Bitcoin down. Okay. There are regulations that are coming in and people are trying to control it mm -hmm. for obvious reasons because they want to cut. They want a portion of the profits that you know the average man on the side of the road are able to make now. Yes. So. They are bringing regulations in. Will there ever be complete control? No. So okay. it's, it's not illegal. And the men in the street, how, how, how would they protect themselves? In terms of actually holding cryptocurrencies? Yes. I, th I think what's really important to note and what a lot of people actually miss out on is generally people store their currency mm -hmm. in a wallet. So you log into an account, mm -hmm. you store your currency in a specific wallet, Unfortunately, it's not immune to being hacked. And what a lot of people miss out on is actually owning or having the private keys to your wallet. Okay. That is the only real way you can be 100% certain mm -hmm. that that cryptocurrency is going to be secure. Okay. So you can store that offline. It's connected to what's referred to as the blockchain 24-7. That currency will mm -hmm. always be there. Mm -hmm. But should someone get hold of your private key? Yes, they could technically get hold of your uh, currency as well. There's a possibility. Um, in terms of risks, um, how safe is Bitcoin? Bitcoin is very safe in a lot of senses. And I, th I think there's also a little bit of confusion about how people generate Bitcoin or how do they you know, accumulate Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And really the, the fundamentals of the Bitcoin uh, blockchain is it's an incredibly safe currency. Okay. In the sense that if I wanted to send you money, what would happen is... I put your Bitcoin wallet's address, mm -hmm. I send it from mine, okay. and then along the way, there needs to be specific transactions that are approved. Mm -hmm. So generally around about six transactions, which says, okay, John is transferring one Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then it's approved along the way. Mm-hmm. When it gets to the sixth transaction that's approved, the funds will be in your account. So okay. it is very, very secure. Okay. And so you've mentioned that it's secure. So we won't then talk that much with regards to, to, to risk. You, When we were off A, I asked if it was on the JSE. Please explain why it's actually not listed or in any of the JSE listed companies. Okay. So it's not listed on the JSC in the sense that it's not regulated, governed, or controlled by a specific organization or, um, you know, party. Mm-hmm. It's owned by everybody who has a share of Bitcoin. So it's completely decentralized. What we do notice now is that with the ICOs, there are a lot of organizations that are obviously jumping on the bandwagon to this revolutionary technology called blockchain. Mm-hmm. And... Will there be a point in the future where it could be on um, the stock exchanges? Absolutely not. Okay. That goes against everything that cryptocurrencies stand for. It is the, the design and the mechanism is all around being decentralized. Mm-hmm. To, to someone who doesn't own a computer or a fancy um, phone with access to the Internet, are there any other avenues of actually you know, uh, purchasing or investing in cryptocurrency. Yeah, I, I think what what's also what we should be quite clear on when it comes to Bitcoin specifically, mm-hmm. there's a couple of ways you can accumulate or make money with Bitcoin. The first one would be buying it mm-hmm. and storing it and selling it when it appreciates. Okay. Same as Rand dollar, like you would any other exchange. So buying it how? Via the internet? Yes, buying it via an exchange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other way would be to trade like you would a standard Forex uh, transaction. Mm-hmm. And then the third way would be to actually mine Bitcoins. So earlier we spoke about the scenario where I'm transferring money yes. to you. Yes. It needed to be you know, approved by six mm-hmm. different people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where the Bitcoin miners come in. So for each transaction that you approve that gets recorded on a block, you receive a a profit according to the amount of uh, effort or energy Mm -hmm. that your computer generated to unlock or crack the algorithm. Okay. So I'm assuming that this then is more for the urban kind of areas. It has obviously not hit like the rural type areas. I'm just thinking of... Um, a lady who is based out in the Eastern Cape who owns a farming business and Mm. would love to participate, but because she's out in the rural areas with no, not that much access to the internet, this then is not really, you know, feasible or reachable for her. Because it is a digital currency, the fundamental basis is that you need to have some form of access to the internet Mm. to either initially purchase it, trade it, mine it, or be involved in the actual blockchain cycle. Okay. So no internet cafes? You you can use an internet cafe, absolutely. My question would be, how secure is the security at the internet in, cafe? Indeed, indeed, because you mentioned that there is a possibility of hacking. Sure. Uh, but it's actually preferred that you utilize your own gadget. Not necessarily your own gadget, where you store your Bitcoin, as opposed to having it stored on an exchange. And there's been multiple stories recently where exchanges have been hacked and people have Mm. lost their cryptocurrencies. Mm. The most secure way you can store it is not on an exchange, but rather in your own wallet Mm. where you own the private keys. And Mm. it's 
it's controlled by you. Okay, all right. John, we'll be right back. We're just going for a small musical break. And that is Black Men United giving us the song You Will Know. Welcome back to Radio Veritas South Africa. And we are talking about cryptocurrencies. Our guest in studio this afternoon is John Dean. John, just really to to sum up what we were discussing and word of advice to our listeners, what kind of advice would you give them in yeah about two minutes or so? Okay, sure. So again, I'm not going to be sharing advice. I'm going to be issuing my knowledge, which I've generated. Okay. And when it comes to cryptocurrencies in general, the best thing that you can do is don't buy into the hype. So make sure that any decision that you make is an informed decision. There, like I mentioned, there's 1,300 or cryptocurrencies at the moment. What you want to do is make sure you do your own research first. I think a vital step that a lot of people miss as well with new ICOs that are launched. And when you're even thinking of purchasing a cryptocurrency or buying into this, what you need to do is, number one, understand the mechanics of what the coin does. Okay. So does it solve a real-world problem? That's really important to note. It's all very well raising funds and doing a coin offering, but is it actually solving a problem? Is it mm-hmm. just going to be something that gets launched on the exchange and a week later it's not heard of? So make sure it solves a real-world problem. The second thing that we need to do is make sure that we read the white paper. A very good starting point. I know that Bitcoin is definitely the most popular cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. It holds the most value as well. Go ahead and read through the Bitcoin white paper. It tells you everything you need to know about what is the purpose? Why did this actually start? And that's really important. If that gels with you, it's something you believe in. You believe it solves a real world problem. My advice then would be do as much research as you can. When you feel comfortable in purchasing or making an investment, go ahead and do it. Brilliant. Thank you very, very much, John, for joining us in studio this afternoon. Should there be anyone or any people out there that need to know more information with regards to cryptocurrencies, do contact John on 081-487-1156, Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us and uh, your lovely wife, even though she's just sitting quietly. Um, we, we really appreciate you coming through in studio. And thank you very much for the opportunity and thanks to all your listeners. Have a fantastic weekend and let's make 2018 our best year yet. Yes, why not? Let's do that. Thank you. And... From me, Mahadi Wutelezi, a big thank you to our studio guests uh, this afternoon, our Catholic Pride, Father Patrick Lada, whom we interviewed earlier on, our technical producer, Tado, and also our producer, Simba. And from me, yours truly, I'd like to bid you farewell. Have, a, have yourselves a blessed weekend.